Hello, welcome back y'all. I am Pamela Clark joining my husband Carrie Clark for another episode, podcast, whatever you want to call it, of When Ordinary is No Longer Enough. Honey, Hello everyone. We're glad to be with you today. We are absolutely glad to have you today. I'm going to grab my notes real quick to kind of tell y'all what is in store as we move forward here um, in, in sharing. We're going to talk a little bit about the unexpected today. <laughs> The unexpected. Um, that is life growth area two. Yes. Your work. So we've already done life growth area number one, which is our home. Correct. And yes. now we're on our work. Yes. I watched something the other day that had to do with our work. Perfect. That means we did an introduction that was very good. <laughs> That's exactly what we So anyway, there's already an introduction out there if y'all want to go check it out. Yes. Um, so this um, part two is actually going to talk about, Carrie, the unconventional work habits, right? Um, so we're going to dive into a little bit of that. We're going to talk about, you want to kind of talk a little bit about that? Or you want me to kind of go on with what's next? Yeah. So the title, The Unexpected, is actually just a portion of the title, which is called Learning the Unexpected from the Unexpected. Many times, we miss on learning opportunities because of the package in which it comes at you in. Be it a boss that you don't like, you'll miss it every single time because you're so focused on what you don't like about someone that the tips, the tools, the habits, the things that can prepare you forward in life, you simply miss those lessons. And this uh, podcast episode will teach us how to ignore the negative to grab the positive. So we're also going to talk a little bit about business ethics, right? So that's that something. Kind of, yeah. Okay. That's something. Okay. So that's all a part of, of this life whole area number life growth area number two. two. Yes. So we're going to touch on unconventional work habits, business business ethics, yeah. and career building. Yes. So sit back, enjoy the upcoming episode, and we will see you on the other side. Let's see, what do I have to share with you guys today? I need to reflect a little bit because I need to tell you a story about a guy who I met early in my career in the uh, consulting world. What you may not know and I don't often share a lot is that I have uh, a background in information systems and information technology. It's catered towards information systems more so than the computer side of things. That means I study and analyze systems for, or I did for a living. But when I was early in my career, I'd just gotten out of college and had this wonderful fancy job. And this term information systems was new to me and new to my family and didn't have a lot of meaning. I went to school, I got the degree and got out and landed this job <laughs> paying a ton of money. And I figured out early on as I went to work each day that there was something missing. Well, I met this guy who was my co-worker and he was a graduate from Mississippi State University and he seemed to have things all together. He was excelling, people loved him, they loved working with him. And me, on the other hand, I would come into work every day, do my job and pretty much go home. There's not a lot of interaction with others and because I thought that's what you needed to do some kind of in my mind it was like assembly line work you do your work you get paid you go home kind of deal but he knew something different about building a profession that I didn't know 
Me, on the other hand, I did it the normal way. I was being ordinary. I had an ordinary job, ordinary work ethics, and ordinary habits. I took work and did exactly what I saw most of the other people around me do. But it was something about this guy that stood out. He was excelling. He was progressing. And so I decided to step away from what was normal and do something that was a little weird, strange. I decided to ask him a question. I wanted to know his secret. And this is what he said to me. He said this, and, and this is a principle that I live by to this day. So just fast forward two decades, and this same principle is one that I live by that I got from this redhead guy who graduated from Mississippi State University in Information Systems, and this is what he said to me, giving me the secret on how he does his job. Now, let me say what it is not first. Let me tell you, he's not about to give me any strategies, any tips on how to be the best information system professional. He's not going to give me any tools or any websites or any applications I need to download. He's not even going to give me a book to read. But listen to what he says. I look for the good in everyone I meet and I ignore the negative. Now at first, I didn't get that. It took me a day or two to think about what he had given me. He said, I look for the good in everyone I meet. And I ignore the negatives. In other words, he looks for the good and not the places where we're not alike or the things that when you're normal, when somebody's uncommon, you'll start to find some things about, you'll start to talk about them in a negative way. For example, there's a guy who sat next to me as this young consultant. He was from um, Tel Aviv, if I remember correctly, he was from Tel Aviv. His name was Iswara. Now, he couldn't speak a lot of English, and so I have this southern drawl, so he couldn't understand me, and I couldn't understand him very much if we spoke plain English together. So between our stations or our work areas, we had a little shared notepad because I decided to do what this guy from Mississippi State instructed me to do. Let me look for something good in this guy. So we put a, a white pad, a legal pad between the two of us with a pen. He had a pen, I had a pen. And every time we needed to speak, we write it on the, write it on the, on the, on, on the legal pad. And what I found out, found very interesting, this guy that I thought didn't know anything, he was one of the smartest programmers I'd ever met in my life to date. He gave me some things, some helpful tips, some things I could do that propelled me forward, that gave me an advantage in life. He showed me how to read programming codes. When I would get stuck, I would just write it on that legal pad and he would, he would explain it to me. It took some time to write it, but it was the best time that I invested in my lifetime. It taught me a lot of things. It taught me, one, how to become a better consultant, which I needed to be to further my career. But two, it taught me how to respect those who are not like me. That was key. It taught me how to look outside of race, nationality, color, even language barriers, and to look at what's good in everyone I meet and ignore the things that I assume to be negative. 
You see, when you're ordinary, normal, natural, you will make some assumptions that just because people are not like you, that that's not a good thing. In fact, in everyone you meet, there is a gift. There's a pot of gold, I like to say. There's a diamond in there. And all you have to do, a gem, all you have to do is find it. And if you can find it, you will learn something that is so beneficial, something so unique. So listen, I've given you a story that has two individuals who are not like me. In fact, this redheaded guy, he was from Mississippi State. I was a graduate from the University of Alabama, class number one. <laughs> we were different, had different backgrounds and different cultures. Then I told you about the guy, the, the programmer from Tel Aviv named Iswara. And you know what? He was totally different. In fact, he was a little older, a lot older actually, than what we were. But brilliant. Couldn't speak a lot of English verbally well, but we got beyond that barrier. We fought so to be uncommon so that we could establish a friendship, even if that friendship was on paper. How many of you today have an account with Facebook, Twitter, social media networks, and haven't taken advantage of making friendships that'll last forever in the only way that you can? Sometimes we have an advantage because we can write and others can read it. When was the last time you reached out to someone who was not like you or someone who has something that you could benefit from? I call this the principle of the red-headed guy from Mississippi State University. As a subtitle to that, I call it learning the unexpected from the unexpected. What will you do when you're faced with a person who's not like you, yet that person has a gift that can free you from the bondage that you're in, it can free you from the lack of success that you may find yourself in, it may even free you from the financial struggles that you have. Just if you'll reach out to see what that person that's right next to you, how they were able to overcome and grow and succeed, they can mentor you from right where you are, teach you how to excel, even when you think you have it all together. Sometimes it takes stepping out of your normal characteristics or your normal situation or normal habits or your normal, what I like to call it, comfort zone. See, when I asked that question of that redhead guy, that wasn't comfortable. When I reached out to Riswara and I said, we're going to use this notepad, he just kind of smiled at me. He knew exactly what I was saying because he, in fact, had the same struggle pointed right back at me. He could have had a negative disposition towards me, but I decided to look for good. Therefore, whatever you look for is what you'll find. If you'll look for good, you'll find good. If you look for the negative, you will find the negative and the same will happen to you. Remember this principle. I call it the principle of the redhead guy from Mississippi State, learning the unexpected from the unexpected. Hey, we're back, we're back. We're on the other side of you guys viewing the podcast. Um, the unexpected. Mm -hmm. So we sure hope you learned a little bit, you were able to take a little bit from that, maybe how to find the, the gift 
in people that's unexpected, right? Finding the unexpected and things that you do in your work area. Carrie, do you have any closing thoughts for us? Yep. I would like to add to that uh, only because the goal that we have is to help you understand or help us to kind of identify that ordinary is not enough. It's not enough in your work. It's not enough how you plan for your career. If you have an ordinary career, trust me, that's not good enough. If you do your job like an ordinary person, obviously you won't get promoted. We see that every day. So therefore what I'm telling you and what I know in you for those who follow us is that you're not satisfied with being average, ordinary just like everyone else. And so if you'll just take one step beyond that, you'll become what we call extraordinary. So, we hope you enjoyed that, and you know we want you to share. Mm -hmm. um, our. You can find all of our information on carrieaclark.com. Certainly share on your social media platforms. And as always, if y'all have questions for us, don't hesitate to reach out, let us know. We want to hear from you. Again, thanks so much for spending time with me and my wonderful husband, Carrie, and we'll see you again real soon. Yes, thank you for joining. This is take one of When Ordinary is No Longer Enough. Right. Series two, episode two. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. I am Pamela Clark, joined for another episode by my husband, Gary Andre Clark. Hello, everyone. Hey, y'all, welcome back. We sure do hope you enjoyed that um, podcast that we shared with you, that episode of. Um... <laughs> Yeah, they all right there. Like I typed them out, they're even at the top. S2, E2, Series 2, Episode 2. Outro. Outro. Oh, okay. Outro, Take 2 in 5, 4, 3, 2, and...